He's got the toys. He's got showmanship. And he's got sex appeal. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from the great Southwest, here's the guru of gadgets, the dapper and dashing Don Bain, the Gadget Professor. Gadget Professor. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Don Bain, and of course, I am the Gadget Professor. We're coming at you totally live and 255% in living color from our Scottsdale, Arizona studio. Welcome, everyone. We're on show number 647. It is January 4th, 2024. Welcome to the literally first show of the season, and we are going to talk about today what else? Uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. Remember, you can email me 24 hours a day, seven days a week at thegadgetprofessor at gmail.com. That's thegadgetprofessor at gmail.com, and I will definitely answer all my email. Now, this coming week, uh, actually this coming Monday, I think it's the 8th, uh, I will be flying, not driving this time, flying from uh, uh, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. The flight is 40 minutes uh, versus the drive being uh, five hours-ish. So uh, I decided to take the plane this year because it's uh, going to be a little bit easier for the old guy here. Uh, this week in particular, you may want to follow me on Instagram, and that would be at Gadget Professor. And uh, the reason for that is uh, I will be posting uh, all kinds of uh, quick videos and uh, on-the-spot interviews that uh, I will be conducting when I am at CES. So if you're wondering what the CES looks like, uh, we have some uh, video here uh, from last year that gives you a little smattering of uh, what this place is like. Uh, it takes over all of Las Vegas, all of Las Vegas. It's just not in the convention center. So uh, our booth, the Tech Podcast Network booth, if you will, is actually upstairs uh, in an upstairs booth uh, at the convention center. Now, that said, the entire convention center is solidly booked and CES takes over all of the convention center, all of the grounds and the land around the convention center. There's tons of tents. Plus, every major hotel in Vegas has some type of CES slash related event. It's so big that the convention center can't handle uh, all the uh, uh, vendors, the showcases, the meetings, uh, the demos that go on. So uh, if you are in Vegas uh, and not expecting uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, you're in for a big surprise. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people will be there for the next week or so. Uh, your restaurants are packed, your cabs are tough to get, traffic is nasty, especially in the morning and in the afternoon when CES shuts down. But uh, all in all, it's a lot of fun. And uh, as you can see here in the video behind me, uh, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people uh, that are there. My day uh, will kind of look like getting up at about 6 in the morning, uh, getting out of the uh, hotel. I'm actually staying downtown. I like that because uh, they've got some cool, crazy stuff down there, and I like the old uh, atmosphere of the old Vegas, so I'll be staying down there. Uh, get up in the morning about 6, 6.30, the latest. Be out of my room uh, with breakfast uh, by 7.30 and uh, be 
at the convention center by uh, 8.30 the first day, which will be a Tuesday. It does not open up till uh, 10 o'clock every other day. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday will open up at 9. So each of us uh, will broadcast, as I said, there's about, I don't know, maybe 10 folks from the Tech, po Tech Podcast Network that will actually be announcing. And uh, we each typically run in two-hour shifts. I believe, I haven't checked, but I believe uh, I am actually going to be uh, first thing in the morning every day. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know who I will be interviewing yet. I haven't even checked. Uh, usually we get like a little blurb, very small blurb, right before the uh, person comes up. And as I said, every 10, 15 minutes we interview somebody new. Now in terms of technology, uh, uh, there's nothing there that you can think of. Uh, cars, drones, as I mentioned, artificial intelligence, there's medical, uh, there's watches, uh, just all kinds of things that are there. And uh, as I recall, I believe it's 80%-ish or 84%-ish of everything that CES never makes it to market. So why people uh, will actually exhibit at CES is a couple reasons. One, uh, primarily just to introduce their new products. Uh, two, uh, to find other people that have uh, that they'll have some synergy with that someone has batteries that uh, I don't make batteries I make a car and I need someone with battery technology or I make a, a, a camera and I want uh, artificial intelligence to be integrated with it so there's a lot of connections in fact I think there's more connectivity that's being done shaking hands uh, getting COVID so one of the things that's always on my mind is you know being safe and not getting sick uh, uh, it's something that you really got to pay attention to. There are so many people there that uh, you're really exposed to all kinds of uh, crazy stuff. Uh, many people have had the flu uh, when they left for a week, two weeks, uh, all kinds of other insane things. So uh, there is some risk to going to CES just because of the volume, the huge volume of people. The other thing is it's very hard to get from one place to another, from one point to another. Uh, it is impossible, impossible uh, to see CES, everything that's there. You can't do it in four days. It's impossible. Uh, the other thing that makes it impossible is you could be at the convention center for four days and not even get down and see the other hotels that have you know, significant technology. So uh, typically you'll need a crew, and that's what's nice about the Tech Podcast Network is uh, we actually fan out after we do our, our uh, two-hour stint interviewing and we go and do some spot interviews. Now, as I said, I will be doing some spot interviews, which means things that I see that I like. Uh, I will have a small camera with me, and I'm going to show you the, one of the rigs that I'm going to bring in a minute. And uh, I'll be posting those uh, on Instagram. And also, you can watch all the action, uh, not only uh, on Instagram, but uh, you can watch it live on thegadgetprofessor.com or any of the uh, tech podcast uh, shows that we have. Uh, it will be broadcast live 24-7. Uh, so if you're at work and you miss the show in the morning, uh, it will run 24-7 and it will repeat. So uh, that should be good. And then at the end of the day, we have a, a roundup of uh, what we felt was the best uh, product of the day and then actually of the show. So what I'm going to do now, if I can get my uh, computer to work, we're having all kinds of technical uh, glitches today. Uh, here we go. Uh, what we're going to do now is I'm going to show you the stuff uh, that I'm actually going to uh, bring. So uh, here we go. Uh, this is brand new. I've only used it once just to learn how to use it. This is a brand new Insta360 Ace Pro. 
Uh, really an incredible camera, and this very well may be the gadget of the year for me. And the reason I'm not declaring it the gadget of the year, even though it's January 4th, is because I have another camera on order that I'm supposed to get Saturday, and we'll talk more about that. Actually, I'll tell you right now, it's the Osmo uh, Pocket 3. They are brutally hard to get. So hopefully I will have one Saturday, and it will be with me when I leave on Monday along with this puppy. Now, this is, yes, very similar to the GoPro, but it has a lot of advances. Uh, one of the things that it does do that I like a lot is on the back here, they have a screen that will articulate up. So now if you're doing vlogging, which is what I'll be doing, uh, I can see myself or what I'm videoing uh, right through this nice, delicious screen here. Really nice. Uh, so if I'm vlogging, I can see myself, or if I'm reviewing a camera, obviously I can put this down or at any angle that I want. So that's highly convenient. So I'll talk more about this uh, in the weeks coming up. One thing that's kind of interesting about this is the bottom of it, uh, not your usual uh, mount. It comes with one of these devices, uh, which is interesting. There's four little uh, prongs there and indentations and this just merely fits in there and it's a magnet too so that somewhat helps but basically uh, there's a uh, indentation a, a button on each side here so you're just going to literally squeeze these buttons and I don't know if you can see these heads that are actually uh, going in and you're just going to release it and there you go so that's in there pretty solid uh, I kind of laughed that they Obviously, they make it a GoPro 3 mount, which is kind of weird. I don't know why they didn't go directly to a, a thread or a tripod. This is another locking mechanism that they will sell to you. Of course, it's extra, isn't everything? Uh, but this will lock into your camera, okay? And then this piece actually will clip into this, like so, and it locks. And uh, again, you now can use it as a GoPro mount, okay, which... You'd fold these, flip, flip these prongs up, and if you don't want to use the GoPro, here's your regular screw thread. So uh, I will be bringing this device, and most importantly, well, as important, uh, I'm going to be bringing this GoPro battery stick, which I absolutely love. Uh, this will get me through the entire day. Uh, it's designed for the GoPro, but guess what? Uh, there's a really large life battery, long life battery inside this, and here we have a regular C-port uh, connector, which will connect to this camera quite nicely. So uh, obviously this uses the GoPro mount. And uh, here is the cord. It will lock in here, and uh, this will get me through the entire day, no problem. And what's also nice about this particular uh, gadget, if you will, is uh, when it opens up, it is a tripod, so I can just... Uh, uh, you know, set it up and leave it there. It's, it's very nice, and uh, it's light, and as I said, it gets you through the day. And believe it or not, most importantly, uh, when this is mounted on here, you don't want to drop this stick, especially at CES. One, you'll probably never find it because there's so many people. So uh, as crazy as it sounds, I never buy a, a selfie stick, if you will, or anything without... Uh, the capability of putting one of these cords on. And this one is nice because it has a little slider button. You push the button in. So I can actually put my wrist in here, put my hand in here, and uh, slide this down. 
and actually lock it into position. So if I should let loose of the camera, uh, it's going to be dangling on my wrist. And I like that, and that's real, real important. Uh, so those are two of the uh, items that I will be bringing with me. Another thing, uh, sorry for the clutter here, another thing that I will be bringing is this uh, brand new Anchor Power Pack. I must have 5,000 of these. Now the old ones uh, that you're used to seeing look like this, and yeah, it puts out X amount of amps and milliamps, and no big deal. You know, you plug it in the wall, you put your connector, your C connector, or whatever it is there, and you're all set to go. But the new ones... The new ones, oh my God, uh, look at these things. Uh, they are a fraction of the size. And this is a brand new one. Uh, as you can see, it's never opened up. So we might as well rip into it now. So this is what they look like. You can see size-wise, uh, there's a huge difference. This is so much smaller. Uh, and this again has the... Uh, prongs for the AC there. Nice, nice, nice. But uh, what really is nice about this is its IQ. Can you see that? IQ means it's intelligent. So this knows when your device is charged. It knows how many amps, milliamps your device will take. It won't overcharge and it will charge rapidly. It's a rapid charger. So I want this uh, really bad with me because this device uh, has supercharging capabilities. Uh, this will charge, I believe, to 80% in just a couple minutes, opposed to the GoPro, which takes a minimum of three hours to charge your battery, which means I have several batteries. So uh, this is real nice with regards to uh, charging fast. And I'll charge this up overnight, so this is charged well, and then I'm going to use this device. And uh, if I should run out of power, then I'll plug it back in, and in a couple minutes, I will be uh, back up. So uh, that is basically what's happening here. Uh, we will be off to uh, CES in uh, two days. I'm looking forward to it. I'm taking my vitamin C. And uh, stay tuned. Certainly watch the show on uh, thegadgetprofessor.com. Uh, I will try to put some things up on Facebook. And uh, also, uh, I will be putting some things up on Instagram. Uh, hopefully, everything will be on all channels. So it should be a lot of fun. It should be pretty interesting. And that's it, folks. Uh, I'm going to start packing up and making sure I have everything that I need, my cords, my power supplies, my cameras, my little CDs, and uh, CDs, my little SDs, and all that stuff so uh, I won't forget anything. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see everybody at CES. The Gadget Professor is produced by Don Bain. Multimedia Communications, LLC. If you would like your product reviewed on The Gadget Professor or would like to appear on The Gadget Professor, contact us via email at thegadgetprofessor at gmail.com. The opinions expressed on the program by the host, guests, call-in listeners, or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. And thank you for watching The Gadget Professor. Gadget Professor.